Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Intefel of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Collegono. Bishop Intefel is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Collegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs, and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now, here's today's message. Acts chapter 2 and verse 46. And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. So we realize that the saints were having church both in the temple and from house to house. It's here who say I gave you so many scriptures. Acts chapter 5, Acts chapter um, 8, Acts chapter 16, Acts chapter 20, Romans chapter 16, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, Colossians chapter 4, and on and on, where we saw the church meeting in houses. Dr. David Yonguchou, the pastor of the largest church in the world, who sort of the Lord used to bring about this cell system idea, has concluded that the reason why many churches are dying in our time is because pastors have restricted church to only the public worship and have gone away from the house to house uh, church also. Now Dr. Yongicho, I can say and sorry say The cell system is God's own strategy. Now I showed you in Exodus chapter 18 that when Moses was pastoring the church, God showed him that he needed to break down the church into smaller groups and appoint leaders to look after those groups so that he could pastor them more effectively. The cell system was commanded by God Himself. It is the founder's own strategy. Look at Exodus chapter 18 and verse 23. Jethro told Moses, 
if you would do what I am telling you and God commands you to do. So, if thou shalt do this thing and God command thee so, then thou shalt be able to endure and these people shall also go to their place in peace. He said, if thou shalt do this thing and God command thee so. What I'm telling you, it is a commandment from God. That is what Jethro told Moses. Amen. 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 And at this conference, this is one of the things that the Lord is saying to you. Go and build cells in your churches. And the Lord said, I will use those cells to bring growth and increase to your church. There is no alternative for the cells for both a growing church and a large church. A large church needs the cell system and a growing church also needs the cell system. When the church of Jesus Christ started in the New Testament, the Holy Spirit himself inspired the cell idea right from the beginning. Hallelujah. Amen. The Holy Spirit inspired the early church to engage and apply the cell system to, to, to grow the church and to run the church. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So the cell system is God's own pattern of doing church. Bishop David Oyedepo, whom God has used to build a huge church, a mega church. How many of you are here because you want the Lord to use you to build a, a mega church? Hallelujah. Alright. Now, he said that if you are a pastor and you are not running cells in your church, then you are not doing the church according to the pattern of God. Now, Bishop Oyedepo said, now how do you become great in life and in ministry by following successful people successful pastors the scripture says in Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 12 and be not slothful but be ye followers of them who through faith and patience have inherited the promises. Follow those who through faith and patience have inherited the promises. So, the promise of church growth, of a large church, of an overflowing church, of a flourishing church, how do you inherit it? By following those who through faith and patience 
have inherited church group. Now, trust me, say, yendi, omu omu nam GDS, and it was a talk, it to me, enya, sa, bosheno, na bosheno, nedi, bosheno, se, wasoreno, ebe to me, enyi, na answer, so, ebe to me, enyi, I just say, wendi, omu omu, omu nam GDS, eni abotre, et me, nya, eh. So, if Lighthouse Chapel International has become a mega church to the cell system, if Winner's Chapel has become a mega church to the cell system, if Yodo Central Full Gospel Church has become a mega church to the cell system, if the Lakewood Church has become a mega church to the cell system, and thousands of mega churches, God has made them to use this wisdom. Listen to me. There is nothing for you to think about. Just accept it. Just copy it. Just do it. And you'll be blessed. <laughs> In solo be pray, and your lighters, you need chapel. It to me, I hear in solo with you, if you know, it's your mu'ye, I'm a son in here. And you would wound me, and can't be answered. Obeshed, your mu'ye, and also why you know what's only in you. The church growth that we have experienced at this cathedral has been made possible when God gave us the wisdom to run cells in this church. Amen. And I told you, was it two days ago or yesterday, that I personally believe that there is no other more effective church good strategy than sales. Why is the cell system important? I started sharing with you yesterday. I give you some reasons. Number one, it is the master key for church growth. We realize in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 16. That when the different parts come together, compact together, supply each other together, the result is that there is growth. And I explained to you that the human body is made up of cells. And as the cells multiply and replicate, then growth comes. Similarly, as the cells in the church replicate and multiply, they result in the overall growth of the church. Na sedia onipediano enye mebi na kikambo manipediani ni no saransuna ensoria ewa asori mo eye wo efiefie no enu se enyia na asori ni so enyi. Amen. Now in our church at the cathedral it is our target that every cell would win establish and keep at least one soul every month. Now, our cathedral, our cathedral, our cathedral, our cathedral, our cathedral, we are expecting at least 250 souls to be established through the cells. 
na omuwo omuwo in soria ewo efiefie mu makuma ko 250 it is a obia to me the nipa ba kumpo eba asori busum biara na chese nipa 250 beka asori no if we don't achieve 100% and we achieve 50% that is 125 souls every month na se won to be nya oha mu chebu ni nyinara na nya oha mu chebu fampo a na chese nipa be ya oha any day 125 and we can if we don't achieve 50% and we achieve 1/5 1/5 it means 50 souls every month in 10 months that is 500 souls na so bun to be tell me of anything that you can do to get 500 souls in 10 months how old is your church and how many people have been there all these years if you even have 25 people every month in 10 months that is 250 in another 10 month that is another 250 in 2 years you build a 2000 member church na a thousand member church busumi biya utinya ni pa 25 u kikabu mo efie mienu no u be wie no wo wo ansori ma empempem Amen. Amen. Yeah. It's not a small thing. Enough of. In Dr. Cho's church in a year they can add 300,000 people. Ewo osofu yon mitu aso ne. Afiba afiba akopo ne nipo metu ni aka eya premium sir. Premium sir. Tell me of any strategy look convention people just come and receive and they go crusades public mass public crusade is very good but in terms of church growth it is not effective na say asori benya we crusade eya mo nanso etimi ma asori nyi say the onyame person enyi no yeah By the grace of God, we have crusades, massive crusades in this church. You know, all the time. Your crusade, pa, a suye, a wasorimo. We had one a couple of weeks ago. We had hundreds of people giving their lives to Christ. Na bea busumba kwe ebi wakashima pa ni pa be pray ni pa be yoha ebi omo ma Christ. The crusade ended on a Saturday or Friday. On the Sunday, when we came to church. In this church, not even one comment from the crusade came here. Na enipo baya oha ediomuwa Christo na kusiada yabaha no enipo bakumpo edani emejina. The role of crusade is that in a very short time, over a short period, the gospel is proclaimed. Many people hear the gospel. They receive the gospel. The the darkness is dispelled. Are you getting that? People are challenged. To come into the kingdom and all that is very powerful and it's very effective. But in terms of retaining people in the church, it's not effective. 
na crusade die emitia wo mu ani bebe bebe tunya atinyankopon asem no na so be moment transfer fi o die entumi nya adwuma sa when you have cells in our church it is our policy that every one of the cells should do a weekly outreach person to person outreach every week every week go around the street corners the homes the communities and witness to people so that the cell leader and his uh, members to try and get souls into their cells and then from there bring them to church so when you go out and you witness you can actually see the person that you witness to you know his house his shop wherever he says so you'll be able to go back to follow the person and there'll be a real convert that you can see and bring to church that is very effective so if there are 250 cells and we are having outreach it means within a week there are 250 outreaches all over where we are operating hallelujah amen so the cell is important because it is the master key for growth i see growth coming into your churches as you run cells number two I showed you that through the cells, you the pastor, you are going to share the burden of the ministry work with your people so that you'll be able to concentrate on your core duty of prayer and ministry of the way. Now, on my yet, yes, yes, so we are in son will fear if you fear more at this one, and yeah, I saw that at this one. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Look, pastors, many pastors don't pray. Many pastors don't wait on the Lord. Many pastors don't really study the word. There's no time. We are very busy running up, up and down up and down, going here, moving here. In fact, sometimes not even doing like secular things, so doing ministry, doing church. Doing church. But listen, but listen, God called you first to minister to him. And after that, to minister. I'll say it again. God called you first to minister to him. And after that, to minister. Now we are ministering, but there is no time for us to minister to the Lord. It's like what happens in many marriages that make husbands to be angry. The wife gets up she dresses 
very nicely, does her hair, makeup, goes to the office, serves the boss, tea, coffee, buy lunch, anything that the boss wants her to do, that's it. The boss is very happy with her. But in the house, she doesn't dress well. She doesn't do the hair. She doesn't cook for the husband. She has forgotten that her first ministry is to her husband. And that is what brings a lot of problems in the marriages. Now we and a year at your baby about our room or baby or sorry, I was sitting in Ukraine. Now, the boss any age now of India, why I don't pass and only the or how about our room. Yeah, it happens in the church. The ladies who help us, who help us in the office, you know, there's oh, so full, so full. Oh, oh, so faster, so full. When she goes to the house, and the husband asks, "Where is my food?" Is that food? Go to the fridge. <laughs> so you see, she has forgotten that her first ministry is to the husband, and many pastors have forgotten that our first ministry is to the Lord. In Matthew chapter 22, somebody came to Jesus and asked, Good master, which is the greatest commandment? And Jesus said, This is the greatest commandment. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God of all thy heart and of all thy mind and of all thy strength. God wants us to love him. Pastors, we must love him before he can send us to love the world. Three times, Jesus asked Peter, John chapter 21, 15, 16, 17, Peter, do you love me? Do you love me? Feed my lamb. Do you love me? 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 And also, we must minister to the Lord first. We must spend time in the presence of the Lord every day. And then, like I explained yesterday, when we are living, then what is on God will rub on us and help us to be effective in ministry. Yes. Are you clapping your hands for Jesus? Are you clapping your hands for Jesus? Yes. Are you clapping your hands for Jesus? Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. In the Old Testament priestly ministry, the priests had to go into the tabernacle every day. The tabernacle was a tent and there was a fence around it. The space within the fence was called the outer court. The tabernacle itself was divided into two sessions. The holy place and the holy 
of holies. Now, upon the day, as of as of one, no muko entamada apatani mu, omuko afibia baku. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, listen to this. In Matthew chapter six, Jesus spoke about secret things that bring open blessings. Now, yes, we are today. He said, "Give your arms secretly, so oh, child, yeah. and your Father in heaven will reward you openly." Oh, child, yeah, we are going to go. 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 We are when you pray, enter your closet and pray secretly. And your father in heaven who sees secretly would bless you openly. Pastors, listen to me. The blessings, the open blessings of the ministry are determined by the secret activities of the pastor. Asofo, ensira enipe nyina bewu no, etina said ye betu akoye kokuo mu, ni yetu atwe ewade yeni. I'll say it again. The open blessings of the ministry that you see in the life of a pastor are determined by the secret activities of the pastor. Na ensure e be di ma amanse nanu e wo sofo na brabom no etina se de okon kukuo mu na otumi twen ewade yeni so in the old testament the priest was asked to go into the the tabernacle the holy place on daily basis eti osofo no apamda de mu okokonkru bia ono de bia okko now listen pastors there are two types of ministries. There is the public ministry which looks nice. And there is a private ministry which nobody sees. That is the ministry to God. The public ministry are the things that we do in church. Like as I'm preaching, it's very nice. We preach, we lay hands, we prophesy, we make declarations, we cancel people, and people say, wow, what a man of God, and all that. That is public ministry. I get what I'm saying. But what matters to God is the private ministry to him. And that is the ministry that will cause the public one to be successful and blessed. As of all, you are assuming you Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So the priest who entered the outer court, where there was the 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 um the sacrifice, the altar of sacrifice, where people will bring different animals for him to offer sin offerings, burnt offerings, you know, and the, the, the priest looked very great. But after that, he had to now enter the tabernacle. 
Before he entered, there was a bowl there of water made up of the looking glasses of the women of Israel with water. He washed his hands of all the blood. And then he enters into the holy place. When he entered into the holy place, there was the altar of incense. Then there were the golden candlesticks. And then there was the table of the shoe bread. Now watch this. He had to enter the holy place every day. Now, upon the death of Asafono, Omura and Tamadenu, Nomopodina, a Polibucia Neti, now Amafode, Omo Omunai, and Nomafore Boba, of you are no Okura Concombiana, as I said, Oronesa, as we will not Concombia. What did the priest do in the holy place? Every day he would trim the wicks of the candles. That whole place was dark. The only thing that provided light were the candles. Then he would light them. When he lights, then light will come. He would change the shoe bread, put fresh bread, and then he would offer incense. What is the incense? What is the candle? What is the shoe bread? The shoe bread, the bread is the word of God. The priest daily had interaction with the word of God under the inspiration of the light that came from the candle representing the Holy Spirit. The priest sits every day in the presence of the word of God and is being inspired, taught, instructed, guided by the Holy Spirit. And as he was doing that, he was offering incense, which is the prayers of the saints. Every day, the priest spent time in the presence of God, studying the word, praying under the instruction of of the Holy Spirit, everything. Nasa was of Penino, or we are concubiawa, or Yadiamiensa, what was the old chair on Yakupa Seminole? No, what was so candano, or Yahweh, Eduriamono, Ayesano, and only Empire. That is why Peter said, It is not reason that we will leave the word of God and serve tables. Choose men and give this responsibility to them. But we will pay attention. Pastors, let us create the cell system because it is going to afford us the opportunity to pray and to study the word of God, which is the cardinal work of a pastor. It's in a petrol case. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Is that a blessing? Alright. The third benefit of the cells to a pastor is that the cells become a leadership development platform for your church. The cells become a leadership development strategy or platform for your church. Now, almost every pastor who has ministered at this conference has spoken about the fact that 
A pastor cannot build the mega church alone. How many of you remember? Yesterday, Bishop Steve was teaching us about the multiplying senior pastor. You multiplying yourself, replicating yourself, putting your spiritual DNA in your children so that they can do the work with you. So when you create the cells, your cell leaders, now you are going to begin to train them and they are going to become leaders. And the more leaders you have, the more ministry where that can be done. The more ministry where that can be done, the more fruitful the church is going to become. And the more fruitful the church becomes, the, the greater it will continue to grow and expand. It is a wash and sorry with fear fear. Who better tea can defuo no? Nessa walk in the full baby or bubuawa and una ebema asono and to me aswaba near to me ayakesia. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Pastors, you need to have more workers, more helpers, more leaders who are doing different aspects of the work. So for as a seal to me, I'm well for a seal to me, a juma for our sonimua or more boy, no more in Yuma and Yuma. I want in Sorinimo. When you build the cells, you're going to have more leaders in our church. We are training leaders all the time. Our Yasorimo, a brilliant brain, yet it's a California Achafua or Mabuami Ayaman. Hallelujah, amen. In our church. When a new convert gives his or her life to Christ, within eight months, that person is turned into a productive worker in the church. Amen. Becomes a productive and when you have more workers when you have more leaders you can do more many of you pastors you are limited in what you can do because you don't you, you either don't have or have very few some of you cannot expand because you don't have leaders Amen. I have all kinds of leaders here. Apart from the cell leaders, I even have some type of workers who are like pastors who have established little, little, little uh, churches in different outlandish communities like Nungwa, Medina. Awoshi, where they have services. We call them the satellite churches. And then on Sunday, they don't have services there. They put all their people in a bus and bring them to the church. We started that last year, I think November or so. As I'm speaking, through that alone, right now, we have added 200 people to the church. Nasawuyi. <laughs> Sorry, 
So the cells will help you to train more leaders. Your aim as a pastor is to convert your church members into church workers. Now, what said yes also for what said you back on the woman in sorry man, it to me a year in you, man. Sorry for you, amen. So, in our church, we use a strategy that we call the spiritual conveyor belt strategy. We are, do you know what, what a, a conveyor belt is? When you go to factories that create things, let's say, um, um, where they produce Coca Cola, all right. There is a machine that that will pick the bottle and put the bottle up. And then the bottle, empty bottle will begin to move. Then when it gets to it gets another point, there's a machine that will let the liquid come into the empty bottle, then it will push. Then there's another machine that will put the cork on. Then it will move forward. Then there's another machine that will put the sticker, the Coca-Cola sticker or whatever it is on and then it goes and it goes round round that's a conveyor belt alright what we have also done in this church is that when somebody becomes a new convert walks to the front to give his life to Christ we have created a strategy a chain of affairs new believer school maturity school our area fellowship training school different strategies of training that within 8 months that person into a fruitful church worker who knows how to win souls, how to pray, how to visit, how to care for other church workers. Hallelujah. Amen. The fourth reason why. The cells is important is because through the cells you are going to grow a divinely healthy church. Now, A divinely healthy church. Ephesians chapter four and verse sixteen. Verse sixteen, please. All right. From whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplied, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, make it increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. So the church is not only growing, but it is also growing in a healthy, spiritual, mature way. We have sometimes a lot of people come into the church. A lot of cockroaches and lizards and grass cutter. People of all kinds of things. People who don't love God. People who are not seeking God. People who just enter our church because they want to marry our sisters. Or they want to be prayed for. Or they want to be prophesied over. People who come with a worldly mind. Not to seek Jesus. But they come with a worldly agenda. Now if you have such a church. You don't have a church because what happens is that they don't say. They are not interested in the things of God. They are not interested in the scriptures. They are not interested in walking in righteousness. They just have a certain type of agenda. But through themselves, the Bible says that 
They continued in the apostles' doctrine. They continued in prayer. They continued in fellowship one among the other. And therefore they grew in a mature, healthy way. And the more healthy church members you have, the stronger your church. The stronger your church and the more stable your church will be. Hallelujah. Alright. Another reason why the cell is important is because the cells help the pastor to mobilize his church members more easily. Amen. Amen. <laughs> you can just mobilize your church members for any programs, for anything very easily. Dr. Cho says that I can mobilize 50,000 of my people if I want. I can mobilize, for example, during the church goal conference in Seoul, Korea, I was telling you about it yesterday, the meeting at the Olympic Stadium or the World Cup Stadium is made up of 100,000 people. And he says, all that I do is that I tell my cell leaders, I tell my cell leaders, maybe bring just one person or bring just two people. And then when they put it together, that is 100,000. He says, one time he mobilized one million people to pray, to have a prayer rally. And he said, I asked each of my hundred thousand cell leaders, bring ten people. Hundred thousand times ten. It's equal to one million. Then we are going to pray. Have a prayer rally. You can easily mobilize your church members. Currently, Bishop Dark is pastoring uh, our first love church. They are spread all over into small, 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 small groups all over. And sometimes when the investors have closed, they don't even have a place to meet. So like by Friday, they don't know where they are going to meet. By early Saturday, they don't know where they are going to meet. Somewhere in the afternoon, they get a meeting place. Test messages are sent to the leaders of the groups, and then on Sunday, thousands of people gather in church. Now, yourself for penny, yourself for penny, Bishop Dad, or Yanusum, I was a group from Legon. Hallelujah. Amen. How many how many reasons have I given to you? Five. Number six. The cells are important to the pastor because nobody will be neglected in his church. Amen. You see, when you begin to build the church, the church goes to different phases. There will be a, a point where there are very few people. 20 people, 25 people, 30 people. 
you know everybody. You know those who are married, those who are not married. Those, those who are depressed all the time. Those who are happy. Those who have jobs. You, 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 you know it very easily. But as the church begins to grow, you realize that you are not able to keep up with the names and even the faces. Now, and you see, when the church begins to grow, problems also increase. In Acts chapter 6, the Bible says that, and when the number of the disciples multiplied, there arose a murmuring uh, amongst the Grecian uh, Christians. So you realize that as the church begins to grow, problems also begin to come up. Now listen, if you are not careful, you have a church of numbers, but not a church of individuals. Now one should hear, Obe wa asoria, Obe tmi akao, nansu unim krofu potia, Obe wa asorinim. What do I mean by that? What do I mean by that? As I said, you say, this Sunday, 100 people came to church. But who came to church? You don't know them. Because you see the way anybody oh ha and a bar sorry. Now on the Hallelujah. Amen. Through the cell system, your members will convert from numbers into known identities. Now say what me as well fear fear more. Oh me to me shame, no more to me a woo or Amen. How is that possible? How is that possible? Because of the different leaders that oversee your members. In our church here at the Colgono Cathedral, every single member, every single church member is overseen, pastored, looked after by four different leaders, including myself. Now, sorry, only Papa could be a yeah. Come, stand here. So, Pasanes is a church member. Come, Alfred. This is his cell leader. And then, over every four or five or three cell leaders, there's a senior cell leader. And the senior cell leader reports to me, the pastor. Of the church. Now, this sheep is known by him directly. Papa, where you know? He knows where he lives. He knows his name. Because in his cell, there are only ten people. There are only five people. There are only six people. There are only fifteen people. So he knows everybody. He knows everybody. I, when I stand to preach, I just see a crowd. But when he stands to minister, he sees faces that not only him, he also oversees him. So he has about four of such people that he oversees. He goes around, visits. So he also knows this one. So this sheep is known by the shepherd, is known by the senior shepherd. And then what they do is that from time to time, then he will carry his sheep and bring him to my office. 
I remember the office. And say, Bishop, this is it's called Ernest. The friend Ernest. He stays at Teshi. What is Teshi? He's a student. He's been in the church for the past six months. I said, Oh, Brother Ernest, God bless him. From today, through his activity, I also I know him. There is no way, there is no way that in our church, if, if, if you really come around, one, two, three, four, you fall into a net. <laughs> you just fall into a net. It is difficult for you to disappear. And you know what? Look into your church. It is not because people don't come into your church. It's because you don't have a mechanism to keep the people in the church. What's your renown? And this is the problem. Now, the dynamics of church work is such that people always come in and people always go out. That's how it is. Now, I'm sorry, dear. And unfortunately, when they are going out, they won't tell you. Yeah. They won't tell you. Just yesterday, I was quarreling with uh, the husband of one of my church members. He is outside. And then recently, I rest, I, I've not been seeing the wife for a long time. No, who in that chair? I've not seen her for a long time. Who in that chair? So I heard that the husband has come, so I called him. So I made him to call me. So we're talking, I said, where's your wife? He said, oh, these days, <laughs> she goes to a church. She has moved, they, they live in Aswa, so she goes to a church in Kasasa. How come? There's somebody who has been in church for the past about 15 years. Since I knew her. 15 years. From Lashibi to Sakomono to here. If you put it all together. But you see, she just left without our knowledge. Now, if that be the case, how can your church grow? You must have a mechanism where the number of people who come in and stay are more than the number of people who go out. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Come personally. If you get four people, four coming, and two go out, you say have two. Come. Quickly. Come. Come. So I have two. I brought in another five. Another five. Is that also? And then two are gone. I'm left with. Then I bring in another six. Then three leave. Even though quite a normal are going. The church is growing. But what happens in our church is that five people come and then four go out. So it's left of one. That another time six people come and then the six plus the one that was in the church add to it. 
and then any pranumba not back. Any pranumba baby not back. Who not care no? On this one come on, on my How many of you can relate to what I'm saying? So for you know your dream, you know your dream, you know your dream. So having more leaders who will help you to know the people makes it makes sure that the members don't feel neglected. They'll be cared for. They'll be visited. They'll be counseled by other people, including yourself. And they're more likely to be established in your church. Clap your hands for Jesus. It is a Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, let me give you the benefits of the cells to the kingdom of God. I'll give you the benefit to the pastor. Is that also? So it is a good strategy for you as a pastor. It's a leadership development platform for you as a pastor. Amen. Amen. It will help you as a pastor to focus on your core duty. Your church will grow in a healthy manner. Your members will not feel neglected. Hallelujah. And so on and so forth. Now, what is the benefit of the cell system to the kingdom of God. Amen. Number one. The cells allow a lot of prayer to go on in the different communities that result in the changing of the spiritual atmosphere of those communities. Now, and sorry, Hallelujah. Amen. Wherever your church is, you have a certain sort of area of operation. Is that also? Yeah. So, for those of us who are in Kologono, we have Kologono, we have Chimwena, we have uh, Choko. Jamestown, Osu, Kaneshi, uh, Kolobu, Mamprobi, all these areas, we see them as areas within which we have to operate. Hallelujah. Amen. Alright, we have scattered ourselves in I think 20 large areas if my current statistics are right into 20 large areas now in each of the large areas 
There are a lot of cells. Hallelujah. Are you get what I'm saying? From from Kolebu to Chemwena, I think we have what, over 60 cells. How many? Si, over 60 cells. Over 60 cells. If you Kolebu, Kochemu, Makuma, 65. Okay, in Mamprobi, how many do we have? We have over 30 cells in Mamprobi. I'm trying to explain something to you. And each of the cells meet to pray. So 30 cells are praying in Mamprobi, different places in Mamprobi, praying, let your kingdom come. Binding the forces of darkness, destroying the works of Satan. What is happening? The spiritual atmosphere in that community is changing and allowing the people there to receive the word and to be converted and turned into the kingdom of God. It makes more impact than the once or the twice that you meet only in the main church to pray. How many of you understand that? So when the Mamprobi people are changing the atmosphere, the Choco people too are doing the same. The uh, Russia people too are doing the same. Um, how do you call it? Uh, Banana Hill people too are doing uh, the same. The James Town people too are doing the same. Abobrosi Market area. Uh, how do you call that? Sodom and Gomorrah. All right, we have we have people there are also doing the same. At one particular time, the prayer of the saints is rising up in different, 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 different communities and breaking the atmosphere and making it easy for the word of God to be received. You remember that when Pastor Stephen Elori was preaching about two days ago, he said that he spoke about boosters for church growth. And one of the things that he spoke about was waging war against the forces of the gates of hell. Hallelujah. Now, Mark, Mark chapter 3 verse 27. Jesus says something. Jesus said something. He said, No man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods except you first bind the strong man and then he will spoil his house. This is what Jesus was saying. He said, This, this, he said this when um, the people had accused him that he was casting out devils with Beelzebub. And he had explained, How can Satan be divided against his abat? Jesus was giving them the reason why the evil spirits were living. That he has dealt with them already. Listen to me, pastors. Listen to me, pastors. One of the things that the Lord has shown me in the recent about two, three years strongly is the fact that the spiritual environment is very real. The spiritual realm is very, very real. 
na yesu ka so bitumi ko ohodifo efie en fane ne ma jese wate kire no na ade onyame ade ne dia kire ne se wuhu wiase no eye no kure se wuhu wiase ewo listen the people that you and i we are going to bring into the church they are the property of satan na krofo ye pese adomo ba asore dem obu yo bun se meja pade Jesus said in John 4, in John 8, for the first said, You are of your father, the devil. What is the question? Yeah. You are of your father. So, all those who don't know the law, all those who are not saved, everybody who is not cleansed by the blood of Jesus belongs to Satan. He is in possession of Satan. And Jesus is saying that you cannot just walk into a man's house and begin to collect his children. You need to do something first. You need to tie up that person. Is that not what arm robbers do? When the arm robbers come to the house, there's a wife, there are their children. They don't mind. Why, why is that? Are, because you are the one that can fight them. So they just lock you out. Once they lock you out and they disarm you, they are free. As for the woman, why is that? So, a man will try to struggle. We are supposed to bind Satan. We are supposed to fight and to destroy. The Bible says that for this purpose, First John chapter 3 and verse 8, for this purpose was the son of man revealed that he might destroy the works of Satan. Rise up and destroy the works of Satan. Rise up and destroy the works of Satan. Rise up and destroy the works of Satan. In the name of Jesus. Now waiting you on your couple of man bar say what may say upon seven you ma sarasura or crop for your both here what it's a canadian or me coco how do we destroy the works of Satan? How do we destroy the works of Satan? A better yourself upon seven you ma. How do we do that? A better is it by negotiating with Satan? By by arguing with Satan. Satan, this person must come to church. Do you hear that? Let him come. What? No. The Bible says that for though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and everything that exalts itself against against the knowledge of God how do we do that we stand as a people in different areas stand in your area stand out your cell leaders stand out your pastors and begin to pray and say Satan I bind you release the people let the people go in the name of Jesus let the people free in the name of Jesus set the people free in the name of Jesus, when you do that, you can now enter his house and spoil his peace. Sit down. So, the more prayer, the more the environment becomes fertile for the gospel to be propagated and the more the kingdom of God will come. 
So the cell is a benefit to the kingdom of God because through prayer that goes on in the different communities, many people are won into the kingdom of God. If you have only your church or one or two fellowships, I mean, you can only meet at Kaligono and pray. But what, what about the atmosphere at Awoshi? What about the atmosphere at Achimota? Achimota. I get what I'm saying. So that is a benefit to the kingdom of God. Clap your hands for Jesus, somebody. Number two. Through the cells, soul winning becomes more effective. Or evangelism becomes more effective and more productive. Fellowships or the cells serve as a powerful tool in the hands of the Holy Spirit for evangelism. Now, The cells are used by the Holy Spirit to evangelize the immediate communities in which the cells are found. And by doing so, the kingdom of God actually comes to the, to the doorstep of people. Hallelujah. Amen. Now look at me, everybody. Let me explain to you why cells are effective and productive for evangelism. Number one, the, the the method of evangelism is largely person to person. Personal evangelism. One on one evangelism. So the people that are one are known. Follow up is easier. And therefore reaching out to them and bringing them to church is very easy. Hallelujah. Amen. Number two. Look at me. If you go fishing, which of the following two do you think is more productive? Fishing with a line hook and sinker, place after place, or casting a net? How many of you agree that when you cast a net, it's better? When you cast a net and you pull it there will be leaves there will be mud plastic uh, rubbish water. but you are more likely to also enclose some fishes and not one but several at a time rubber so if you stand if you stand in a place one hour using your hook line and sinker one hour you catch fish you catch fish you catch but if at the same spot you also keep on 
throwing the net, you also catch fish. But in terms of the quantity, using a net is far better. Now listen to this. When you do sales in your church, and the cells are planted in different communities. What you have done is that you have cast a spiritual net. So we are in sorrow, fear, fear, and trust a woman what to woman you have cast a spiritual net over the area. What when your ten cells go and do evangelism? Here, here, somebody is catching some here. Somebody is catching, somebody is catching. When they put it all together, the souls that they will gather will be many. As compared to only one person trying to gather souls. I earlier on told that our policy is that our cells should do person to person evangelism once a week. Yeah, even these days we have backslidden. But when we really started, and after in our church, our problem is not with people coming to the church. Every Sunday, we have a lot of people who come to church. Our struggle and our fight is. Maintaining the people. Every Sunday to ourselves, every Sunday to our satellite churches, a lot of new converts are brought into the church. Because 250 nets that are joined together. And then we have um, I think 20, what's the current? 24 satellite churches. 24 satellite churches and 250 cells that have been knit together. We cast that net right from Nungwa to Medina. Then it stretches towards Awoshi. Then it goes towards Weja, that area. To Glyphe, Pambros, all those places cut across a net through person to person evangelism. When we pull the net, may you cast a net, may you cut it, may you cast a net, may you cast a net in your communities in the name of Jesus. Hello? How many of you understand that? Yeah? So the cells allow you to cast a huge spiritual net. Look, when we launch the cells first, you know, everything, when you do it after some time, you become complacent, you become relaxed, you know, and all that. These days, we are not very happy uh, with ourselves because the cell leaders become relaxed. All of us get, you know, a little relaxed. And then we have to fight and revive again. But I tell you, I tell you, every Sunday, 
you have 100 people, 80 people giving their lives to Christ. If you are able to keep 20 of them, because if you are able to even keep only 20 of them every month, in 10 months, that's 200 people. If you fear in sorrow, no, it me kill you, Pabaya Oha. Quesia de Via Ebasoha, it is I Nipa Ohai, who to me a Chebu Kapuno in a bay eta. As well, what does it mean? More evangelism is taking place in the communities. People are hearing the word of salvation. The good news is being spread out. The kingdom of God is being promoted. The kingdom of God is coming. The cells benefit the kingdom of God because it allows evangelism to go on more productively and more effectively. Number three. The cells benefit the kingdom of God because the kingdom of God is brought to the doorsteps of people. Now, look at me, pastors. Jesus said, the people of this generation eh, are wiser than the children of God. Now, now, this world knows how to distribute products. Now, Jesus said, How many of you know that now you can just sit in your house, do online shopping? I don't know whether to do it in Ghana. Do online shopping, and whatever you want is brought to your house. It's brought to your house. Something can be DHL. You don't need to go to the post office. It's brought to your office or brought to your house. Hello? So many things. Even you don't want to watch pornography. You are sitting in your house watching Asante Kotoko and Hats. But pornography is brought to your house to the TV. Now listen. 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 Listen to what I'm going to say. If the world knows how to do that, the time has come for you and I to take the gospel. Not wait in the church, but bring it to the doorsteps of sinners. One of the mistakes that many of us pastors we do is that we think that sinners will come to church. So we wake up on Sundays. We dress nicely. We go to church. We put the church in order. Set up the equipment. Get the mic ready. And wait for sinners to come to church. (laughs) 
Now, when that sinner was sleeping on Saturday, before he slept, slept on Saturday, Satan gave him about, about seven different programs. TV series, going to eat at Omotuoba, going swimming, going to watch football. About seven to twelve programs for the Sunday. He has no intention to come to church. That is why, listen, that is why Jesus taught us the key of anarchism. You don't want to come to church. We are bringing the gospel to you so that we can go to church. The cells make it possible for us to bring the gospel in your area. You don't want to go to church, but we have we have brought church to your area. The first step is that we draw them into the cells, and from the cells we draw them into the big church. Before they realize they have moved from their houses where they didn't want to go to church. And the next thing they see, they are singing to the Lord, they are praying to the Lord, they are blessing the Lord. How is that possible? Because the cells bring the gospel to you. Dr. Cho says that sinners are afraid to go to church. They have no intention to go to church. Jesus said, go ye into the highways, into the byways, and compare the people. The word compare is the word, is the Greek word anakazo. It means necessitate. Make it necessary. Now, it means entreat them. It means use every legitimate means to overcome their excuses and help them to come into the kingdom. Now, yes, you say, you go mountain, you go show, you go sorry, you make a yet, you don't remember so anymore. My cell leaders on Sundays they pray and then they move into the communities and they knock on the doors of their members. So Charlie, why are you sleeping? Today is Sunday. Today is Sunday. Yeah. Somebody will give us that oh, I don't have a, my shirt is not iron. Your shirt is not iron. Why is your person iron? Bring your person iron. Bring your person iron. Here, I've ironed it for you. What excuse do you have? You don't have business. Follow me. We are going to church. Now, Jesus says, and from the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. Rise up the kingdom. Rise up and take the kingdom. Now, Jesus said. Oh, rise up, rise up, rise up. 
sorry, sorry. Shamahaha. Oh, lift up your two hands and pray. Rabbi Hakama Sakama. Rebe Libo Tokama Nisehete. Ribolomo Mahakarimoto Sendere. Ask the Lord to give you strength. Ask the Lord to give you strength. Ask the Lord to give you strength. To bring the gospel forcefully unto sinners. Mikapo Randele Mahaya, Pababa, Idelele, Idele Mokomba Sibotoma Shalamahaya, Abande Boko Baba 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 Indere Moho, Shamba Da Baba Baba Baba, Ikanderia, Arandere Mohoka Mihele, Ilemosia, Sandi Moho Tibikalama Hata Lemokala Bikalimahaya, Ilama Mama 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 Oh, lift up your hands and pray. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Lord, give me strength to bring the gospel to the sex of people, to the sex of sinners. Lord, give me strength. Malibola Hallelujah. Amen. Sit down. Then trust it. Sit down. Sit down. Now, let me give you three powerful, powerful tools for effective evangelism. Number one is the key of anakazo. See, I've taught you an Akazo already. <laughs> make it necessary. But if we hear, overcome their excuses. Listen, right now in the world, quiet, diplomatic evangelism, oh, please come to church. You know, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. 
It doesn't work. Amen. Amen. We need a compelling power. I see a We need a compelling power. As I see it to be show I'm going to dash one of these books. Hallelujah. Amen. One of the things that Bishop teaches here is church growth and anakazo. So, I said, I said, I said, I said, I Just listen. I'm reading. An acaso simply means to compel. It also means to necessitate, to drive, to constrain by all means, such as force, threats, persuasion, and entreaties. Sometimes we need to go back to the Greek in order to understand the original meaning of some Bible words. You see, the New Testament was translated from the Greek language and the Old Testament from the Hebrew word. Anakazo is a Greek word and that is translated to compel. There's another closely related word, Biazo. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. And then there's a third word, Anadea. Anadea. These are the three tools for effective evangelism. Anakazo. Biazo Anadea. Asanya mami yesene betumi abuaye Anakazo Anadea ene Biazo. Anakazo means the excuse that we have given I am overcoming the excuse and telling you that we are going to church. Ni awukeni nyina mesimitie me no kwa sorry. Sometimes when you evangelize to people you go and visit sir. Oh uh, I want to come, but I don't have shoe. You don't have shoe? Okay. Who shoe? Uh, come, come. Be- be- you, shoe. you don't have shoe. You, who shoe? Bra- be- I give him my shoe. He puts on my shoe. I hold his son. We are going to uh, church. And, 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 and I don't have shoe, but we are going to church. Mr. Mr. shoe. We are going to church. We are going to church. Who is shoe? Mr. Mr. shoe. Yeah. Look, a lot of people give empty, flimsy excuses why they don't want to serve the Lord. We must overcome the excuses. Through the key of Anakazo. Hello? Sit down. Have you come to church now? Sorry. Shoe or no shoe? Waba. Hallelujah. Amen. You say what? You don't have shirts. Uh, shirt? You don't have shirts. Oh, wait. Turn I'm bringing shirts. We are going to church. Jesus said, go and compel them. You sit in your church and then clean the church and sit there and say, oh, 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 
I see increase. Sit down there. Now listen. 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 The church grows through human and divine agencies. We the human beings will do our part and then God blesses. Paul said, I planted, Apollos have watered, but God gave the increase. Amen. Our cell leaders are trained to do anakazo. You say, oh pastor, where we are is very far. It's very far, no problem. We are bringing a bus to come and take you. There's a bus. You say, Pastor, when I enter the bus, I don't have money. We don't pay. It's free. Sit down. Oh. We are going. We are constrained. Yes. The, the, the scripture says, the love of God constraineth us. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you. Another close word is the word Biazo. 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 Matthew chapter 11 and verse 12, I think. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent the biasu take it by force. Listen, ISIS the new wild Islamic group that has come they are dissipating Christianity from Iraq and from Arab countries. They will come to a town where they are Christians and they say Convert to Islam, or you pay high taxes, or we kill you. Hey, listen to me, listen to me. My God, listen to me. I saw on television Christians, Christians, a Christopher who are, who were being forced to convert to Islam. Yes, sure. If people can force Christians to go away from their belief, we, we are not coming to kill you. You are not going to pay tax. But with the word of God, with prayer, with our presence, with our encouragement, whatever we can do to push you into the kingdom of God, we must do it. Amen. What is Biazo? Biazo is a big word found in Matthew 11. That means to use force or to force one's way into a thing. This is a quality I find lacking in Christian cycles. We are forceful about everything except God's work. We are forceful about our jobs, our girlfriends, our marriages, and our future. But when it comes to God's work, 
we become like timid mice. When I see commercials on television, I realize that there are groups of people who are very confident about what they have to offer. They are so confident that they boldly sing catchy songs about how good their product is. They say, they say, be a and one of club. Eh? Club. And then there's something they say, something says, like power. Guinness. Power. Guinness. Eh? Guinness, Guinness is all. The power. The power. Guinness. And now, what do you want? To be warm. Eh? The power in. Guinness, the power in you. How can Guinness give you power? By Jesus, when he spoke about power, he said, and you shall receive power, and you shall receive power, and you shall receive power, after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Receive power! But you see, Satan has changed that verse to say that you shall receive power when Guinness comes into you and men have believed it and we are sitting down we are not going to sit down anymore we are coming to their homes we are going to their offices we are going to their byways and we are going to tell them we are going to lay our hands upon the same power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you Pastor Lauren was saying two days ago that people have complained that there are so many churches. He said, we have not even started. We are going to have the churches, he said, until every house is a church. Every building is a church. And I want to continue. Until every kitchen is a church. Every hall is a church. Every bedroom is a church. Every bathroom is a church. Shout hallelujah! What they will be sorry, baby. I won't perceive for a hobby. Sorry, listen, Pastor. God has blessed you with a car. You have started building the church on Sunday. Stop being a president, drive your car to house after house, gather the people into the car. Send them to church. Preach to them. Bless them. And let them sit down. Send them back. Soon, your church will be growing. We yourself When you're near Because you be a you are sorry. So that is the second tool. I am I'm explaining to you how cells benefit the kingdom of God. And everything I'm telling you, that's what we do. We have trained our cell leaders to use an akazo. To use biazo. Sundays, our cell leaders and our pastors, they are not sleeping. They are in the communities. Before you realize we are in church. We pray alright. We wait upon the Lord. In our church, we have something called prayer bomb. Hey. 
Every every Saturday we prepare a prayer bomb. Which is prayer and intercession for the Sunday service. Every one of my cell leaders, 250 of them, pray at least one hour. That is 250 hours. My pastors have about 20 of them. Everyone prays at least three hours. That is 60 hours. 250 plus 60. We are talking about 300 hours. We prepare a prayer bomb of 300 Prayers, we pray for for sinners. We pray that God will gather the people. We pray for the power of God during the service. We pray that the Holy Spirit will manifest itself. 300 hours. Megawatts of prayer. Every Saturday. So, so when we finish, now we have handed a thing to God. But God is working with us. So we are we are we are on ground. Because we are anointed now. When we say you are coming to church, you are coming to church. How many of you understand what I'm talking about? Sit down, sit down. Amen. Amen. Good to see you, sir. Wow. Wow. And then the next tool is the key of Anadea or shamelessness. When in Luke chapter eleven. In Luke chapter eleven, Jesus spoke about a friend who at night got a visitor. Then he went to his 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 friend nearby. And said, Charlie. I got the visa. Please get up and give me some Gary and sugar. The friend said, hey, babe, look at the time. It's 1 a.m. I'm asleep. My children are asleep. My wife and myself, we are trying to uh, small. No, you are coming to the step. Please go and sleep. And I do Friendship, he won't give him. So we are in But there is something else. There be Yet, because of his importunity, he will rise and give as many as he needed. That word importunity in the Greek is the Greek word anadea, and it means shamelessness. Shamelessness. Listen, pastors. Do you know that person-to-person evangelism has been thrown out of the church? Because it's shameful. I mean, to take a Bible prophet, the way we have put on your destiny, and to walk among the communities is shameful. Bible, now they Wow. It's shameful to you. 
Wait, oh, fairy? Is shameful to you? Oh, fairy? Who are you? <laughs> Where am I? Now, I have to ask you a question. Oh, besides, um, who is your Koyuko? <laughs> is God your Koyuko? Jesus made himself of no reputation and took on the form of a servant and became a man. Yes, he became a man. Pastor, organize your people. You say, Saturday, 2 o'clock, we are meeting. We are going door to door, house to house, corner to house corner and we are going to preach Christ. If God will bless your effort. People will come into your church. Your church will be full. Remember, I told you about the church of Sakumono. It was 20. But 20. But when I stepped there, I picked about six or eight people and I told them we are going to build a church. I used to live at uh, I think Kaneshi. Kaneshi. I would drive Saturdays and I was a doctor. I would drive Saturdays and I arrive. We divide ourselves two by two. Okay? And then we take this area, the north. We went house to house, kiosk to kiosk, corner to corner, until we hit the end. Then we turned this way. We went this way. Then we turned this way. We, on, on foot. No, on foot. Everybody we met. Every house we enter. And you see, it's so shameful. Because <laughs> when, when you enter, people are sitting there cooking, watching television. Even to introduce why you have come, it is shameful. Ah, but brothers and sisters, that's the only way to build a kingdom. And no person Paul said in Romans chapter one, verse sixteen, "I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to them that believe." Hallelujah. Amen. To the Jew first, and also to the Greek, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from grace to grace. As it is written, the just shall live by his feet. Then, when we move to where the church currently is, opposite uh, Maritan, at least investing now, that place where the church is now, we decided to evangelize those in the Sakumono flats, those big flats. So we imagine say Ombeko Sakumono estate in flat in Ombeko. Oh, it was even worse. How do you know? Nyekura. But those those people are middle class people. <laughs> they open the door, and even the way the person will look at you, you'll be ashamed. Oh, I was a doctor. No, a doctor. Yeah, I remember one time I entered a certain man's hall. He said, yes. So, we, I'm a pastor. We are, we are preaching, so we wanted to come and share the word of God. He served us. Then he said, 
Now, some time later, I went to visit the managing director of one of my companies. I went to visit him at his workplace. So when I got to the reception, you know, they knew me. So immediately they turned, oh, Dr. Antefo is around. So quickly, they ushered me into his office. When I got into his office, the managing director got, oh, doc, it's very good. Oh, please, please, doctor, offering me all the courtesies. Doctor Trasse, do you know who was there? The man who sacked me. Aquana Opamo, no, no. He was shocked. He was shocked. I mean, he didn't know what to do. No, Apparently, this man that he sacked was not some cobolo. Listen, we are preaching the gospel not because we are cobolos. We are preaching the gospel not because we don't have anywhere to do. We are preaching the gospel not because we are we are crazy. And yes, we are preaching the gospel not because we are not intelligent. And yes, Paul Why is unto me? Woe is unto me. For, for necessity is placed on me. My God. And this will be done so. For necessity is laid upon me to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. What is unto me? Dear mommy. Dear if I don't preach. Yeah. So listen. What you are doing is humility. And God blesses the hammer. Please sit down. Do you remember? I don't know whether it was the first night or the second day. I told you that Satan has called me a fool two times. I explained the first time to you. That's the second time. I was preaching on the Nungwa Road. There's a place called Coastal. 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 Huh? What? Friendless Coastal. Coastal. In front of it was a little space. Coastal. We mounted a stage and I was preaching. I was a doctor. No, a doctor. And the road was just, the, the store is just by the roadside. So you see, the vehicles passing. So I was preaching. No, Kenya, Give sir. your life to Christ. Come to Jesus. Prayers will change. Then Satan said, that when some Katyan said, we're fool. Ah, who ninjas So I said, Satan, why are you saying that? No, I don't know Then he said, the cars that are passing by. Your patients are sitting in them. When they see you as their doctor, look at how you are disgracing yourself. No Hallelujah. Amen. But Paul said, Paul said, 
for me to live for me to live for me to live is Christ Paul said there is only one reason why I am alive there is only one reason why I am alive pastors we are doing the right thing the gospel is the right thing we are doing the right job yeah 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 we are doing the right job. Do you know? I always thank God. Do you know why? I don't thank him because I'm trying to be a doctor. I don't thank him because of any of those. I thank him for the opportunity he has given to me to be a pastor. It's a hard one. Paul calls it the high calling. Amen. Hallelujah. It's the best job. It's the most important job. I'll explain to you. Jesus said, What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? To be a doctor is great. Hey, And I still treat my I'm still a doctor. My my church members come, you know, I give them advice, sometimes write prescriptions and all that. But I am helping them physically. But now that I'm a pastor, I'm even a spiritual doctor. Diseases that I couldn't treat. When I stand and the spirit of God comes upon me. Yadia known to me Sampono. And I declare that your eye has not seen before. But you shall see. And then the person sees. It's greater than anything that a doctor can do. One day I was having a miracle service here. There was a lady sitting right around there. I didn't even know her. She had fibroids. Big. Her stomach was eight months big like that. Because the fibroids, as it becomes bigger, then your stomach was so big. I didn't know her. One of my lady pastors, they passed out line, knew her. They were sitting there. When we finished praying, she checked herself like this. Eight months, fibroid. Fibroid. Science. She was sitting down there. She looked at it. The fibroid was gone. Doctors can also take the fibroid, but we have to put you to sleep. We have to put a knife in you and all that. But as a spiritual doctor, I don't need to know that. Something just comes upon me. So when I look at it carefully, becoming a pastor is greater. Are you clapping your hands for Jesus? In Lighthouse, we have we have doctors who are pastors. The only thing they do is that they do video filming and video editing. That's all. 
No, omu omu came for me. I don't get a four. Oh, wait, you mama, yeah, so from today, use the three powerful keys of Anakazo, Biazo, and Anaidea for evangelism, and the Lord will bless you. Amen. Stand to your feet and let's pray a little. Stand to your feet and let's pray. I'm not finished. Lift up your hands and pray. Ratataleando, ima balabalabo, kata yanelefe, ibo kobolo boso, lebre kariyandalaba, ima yande kariyandele, ima koriyande kariyada, ima labasa yandala, ima ka andolo bolo koyo bolo, ima bayandalaba, ima bayandalaba, meka bayandolo bolo, meka bayandalaba kariya, ibo soto bre kabalaba. Hallelujah. Amen. Father, thank you for the anointing for the cells. Thank you for the anointing, the grace for the cells. In the name of the Lord Jesus. have been blessed by this message we invite you to worship with us at the lighthouse chapel international light of the world cathedral collegon opposite the collegon main gate our service times are early rain service 6 30 to 8 15 a.m love and hope service local languages services from 7 30 to 9 30 a.m love and faith service from 9 30 to 11 30 a.m our vibrant youth church is also at 9.30 a.m. to 12 noon. Be part of our midweek impartation service this and every Tuesday from 6.15 to 8.30 p.m. prompt. For further prayer and counseling and further inquiries, please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again. 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289 God bless you to glorify your